So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. It's helping other people through basically everything that you're doing. All of the jobs, and I'm going to circle back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can get them all. Okay, so RN seemed to be nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. doula, and producer, director, photographer, painter, and musician. Mm-hmm. I get? Okay, so all of these things, mm-hmm. right? Um but the amount of emotional labor as well as physical labor that you put into all of these things or that are part and parcel with, with them regardless of your nature but in your nature like you are doing so much mm-hmm. so what do people not ask you that you wish they did I think like whatever you know there's all these folks going around it's like oh you know have you asked the strong person if they're okay to you know, mm-hmm. like that type of thing. Um, yeah, sometimes I, you know, I wish people would be like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. You know, are, is everything okay? But that's, I think that's with anybody who's, who's doing a lot. You're just like, if you're seen as a force or you're seen as a support system, then that's all you're seen as. You're not ever going to be seen as somebody who needs to be on the receiving end of support. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be seen as somebody who is on the other side, you know, and that's lead how up. You burn out. Yeah, well, that's how you burn out if you if you're not careful. Yeah, that's how you burn out if you don't have healthy relationships. Like I'm blessed to have a beautiful family. Yeah, awesome. I have amazing friends, so I'm always replenished. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I couldn't, I could not see myself doing the work that I'm doing if I wasn't emotionally mm-hmm. healthy and stable. I yeah. think that would be like crazy. That would be like kind of suicidal. So the reason I'm able to do all these things is because I have a lot to give because a lot is being poured into yeah. me. So I always have a lot to give because I'm always, I'm giving and I'm receiving. It's a reciprocal thing for me. So I'm never pouring from an empty cup. I'm yeah. always full, you know? And when I'm not, that's when you don't see me, you know? Right. That's when I don't ask you how you're doing because I don't care and right. I don't want to know your problems. <laughs> and I, like, right, yeah, right. you'll know. Right. If I don't ask you, please don't come tell me because that is the day that like, oh no, I'm not, mm-mm, can't deal with that. I'm dealing with my stuff today. Right, so you'll, right, you'll know. Right. <laughs> and that reminds me that you were saying that one time, you know, you, you intentionally did not ask this person how they were doing because you were, you were focused on your own oh, stuff yeah. and they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that is so true. Yeah. Right? Like I'm not like unload here. Oh no. Not today. No, <laughs> no we're not doing that today. <laughs> right. Right. So but that takes, okay. So. Having a really strong support network mm-hmm. who can replenish you mm-hmm. so that you can then replenish others, right? Mm-hmm. So that your well is never dry. Mm-hmm. That takes really good boundaries. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have a problem setting boundaries. So I, according to my therapist, and I will agree, <laughs> uh, I, am, I, really, I am terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Really, really not good. Um, working on it. So we sometimes want to do this thing. I did this interesting training about like dial tests about how to get people who might not 
totally agree with you to still listen to you. And one of the big things that they said, and it was interesting, you would like actually listen to a conversation mm-hmm. and then you would, I don't, I need to go back into my notes on that training and see how they did the metrics on like when people stopped listening. Mm. But when people stopped engaging, you would see like a dip and it was usually around like a buzzword. Mm-hmm. And so they were saying how you got to replace all your buzzwords. So, um, for instead of emotional labor, which is kind of become a buzzword, I just call that unpaid teaching because mm-hmm. that's what it is Yeah, uh, in my mind. Mm-hmm. You just agree, have your own synonym, but I'm going to ask you if you feel comfortable to do some emotional labor because you know that myself and some other people have boundary issues. Mm-hmm. And what would you recommend are some good ways to work on that? I know for me, if I meet someone, I have to decide for myself. Is this person worth me investing in? Is there something for me to learn from this person? Do I already have too many of this type of person in my life? I really have to qualify who you are and and why I'm even interacting with you on a, on, a, on a deeper level, more than a superficial high vibe type of thing. So I have to actually be interesting. And if you're interested in someone, it's because you're, you, you plan on investing in them and vice versa. So that's the one. You just have to be a good judge of character. Like there's a proverb, like some people come to, to water the tree and some people come to steal the fruit. Yeah. I need to know what type of person you are. Because if you're just coming to take the fruit and I, and I'm able to decipher that early, I don't even have to set boundaries because the boundary have already been established. Yeah. So it's when you let people kind of sneak into spaces and parts of your life that they shouldn't be in. And then you have to double double back and say, no, 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 and set boundaries. Whenever you feel uncomfortable, that's time for you to set a boundary. Yeah. You know, because why are you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. And I think that we just have to be more honest with ourselves about the people that are in our lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? If your conversation is always negative or if you're always, if you always have something bad to say about somebody, like, I know that that's wrong. So why would I still keep you around? Why just on the strength of, because you're my friend, I don't still have to be your friend. And I think that when you move away from trying to please everybody, is when mm-hmm. setting boundaries is not even, it's not hard at all. Yeah, that's true. And the reason why it's hard for people to set boundaries is because they still seek some type of acceptance. But the minute that that doesn't matter to you anymore, the setting the boundaries thing is easier. It's just like breathing, yeah. you know? And so I've gotten to that point in my life where it's very easy for me to say, oh no. I even tell people, I'm sorry, I can't give you my phone number. <laughs> right, because I'm not going to talk to you. And you know, I'm that not going to pick up. I know that. So why am I going to even, you know, play this game? Right. And if I do give you my phone number, I am going to follow up with you, and I am mm-hmm. going to try to meet you for lunch, and I am going to, you know what I mean? And I just been, I, I'm always, I've been more honest with myself through the years than I have been in the past, mm-hmm. and it's helped me, and it's helped me a lot. And I think that if you're, if you start becoming really, really honest with yourself, you're going to find it easier and easier to set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to feel bad about it. You're not going to, you know, eventually it just becomes part of like who you are. Yeah. An interesting thing is when you start to say no, or I feel uncomfortable, you see the people who accept it Mm -hmm. and are understanding Mm -hmm. and are sometimes even like, oh, well, you know, 
I, I can I can help you out. Like, what do you need? And you're like, wow. Not only do they hear that, they're like, there. And, and then yeah, out. and then you see the people who are like. How dare funny. you? Oh, like, yeah, you acting funny. Oh, you such a bitch. Oh, you... And then those other people like, okay, good. I'm yeah, your son. Yeah, I'm exactly. And I'm like... Clearly, you don't need to be in my life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it is. It is it's a it's a litmus test. It's a painful one, but it works. It is. It really works. Yeah. yeah and you get to see who, like... Like you got sick and you know we had to cancel and then I had this crazy day and you were like I totally understand you sent me like a little cute emoji you was like look you need to take time out we will reschedule completely understanding right so right. how could I not be the same way you understand like oh you you're not feeling well like oh my god tell I said feel better let like, me know right. she needs anything right you were like, like you're so much who am I to be I mean this is right. real life happening like who the hell am I to be like oh no she didn't take a motion and interview me today. <laughs> But there are people like that. They really are. There are people like that. Like, oh my God, it's not going my way. I'm angry. Like, yeah. No. Yeah, those are the ones you might Go get your nails done. Like, go do something. Like, whatever. Like, so... Yeah, so I, you you learn people, and you know who you... You know, and if someone... If you're telling somebody that you're having an issue, and... Okay, if they're offering a solution, that is great. But if they're not offering a solution, and they're like, man, I'm sorry that you're going through that... Like, let me know when things get better. That's good, too. But if somebody is mad at you because life is happening to you yeah. and they just want you because for themselves, that's a very selfish thing. Yeah. You got to set a boundary. Yeah, that's like a narcissistic it, I know, but, you know, yeah. a lot of people walking around as well are narcissistic. That very is true. So <laughs> and, and toxic. Very yeah. toxic. And they will make you physically sick. They will. I dated a narcissist. Ooh. And, oh, my God, I'm like... Oof, these people, they need the special gel for these people. I had a friend her she was like hair loss. I I was I began I got really honest with myself yeah. and I'm like, man, this person you know when you're with a narcissist because that shit starts changing you. Yeah. And wow. that's when you know, okay, this isn't me. This gotta stop. Wow. And I mean they are the most toxic people on earth and they are very that dangerous. They're very and dangerous. We're in a culture that is basically a narcissist propulsing them. Yeah. 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 And they, I mean they actually you get praised for being a narcissist. You get, you know You really do. Celebrate it. And it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And that's that's a difficult situation. But the good thing about it is once you've been with one, you can identify another yeah. one. So immediately the first is the hardest. Everything else, you're like, oh, I know, I know. So, did you gray rock or no contact? Oh yeah, they, you, I don't even believe you can have contact with them. Like yeah. in a relationship, like friends. friends. You can't, can't be friends. You can't be friends with that person. That person is is diabolical. They're gonna yeah. always be self seeking. So yeah, completely cut off. You, you tell them everything about them. So, like the best thing you could do to a narcissist is confront them. A lot of people don't know that. You tell them that you know who they are. You know what they're about, and this is how I feel about you. Because they only want to hear good things about themselves. You tell them that, and then you cut them off. And some people might change, might take into account, and some people might just be that's really who they are. It's like whatever I've heard this before. I know this is who I am. But some of them really do believe that they're like better people than who oh, yeah. they are. Oh yeah. And you gotta tell them. I think it's your duty to tell them that you a shitty ass person. Like, you're terrible. Mm. You're one of the worst people I've ever met in my life. I think you're a horrible person. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you cut off all communication and you pray for them and hope that, you know, they yeah. change. <laughs> <laughs> I 
had a friend. I never dated one, but I had a friend dated one. Hair loss and everything. She was physically like, hair loss, weight loss. Like God, they will make you. Yeah, they will make you physically sick. Mm-hmm. They will make you physically sick. You know. So I'm currently in a situation. I don't even know if we can really release oh, this. Well, but, but, off the, okay. well I, I don't know. I mean, I'm off the record because let's talk. Let's talk. Okay, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my therapist waited. Um, well, I actually ended up realizing that I needed more specialized therapy because I was dealing with cluster C. So it's narcissist, psychopathy, those kinds of that mm-hmm. I had that in my life. Mm-hmm. So I went to someone and there aren't that many people who specialize in that kind of, cause it is a very, it is a particular sort of trauma. There hasn't been a lot of research. Yeah, yeah. So findings that therapists do specialize in that first found that person went to that person that person at first I just thought it was dealing with a relationship mm-hmm. you know where someone tried to kill me and I had all the documentation like I actually went into couples therapy and the person admitted putting a loaded gun to my chest to the therapist and the idea was that the therapist is supposed to report that within 24 hours and that it would have been on record at that point and I also have like all I have dossier. I mean, like you really have to turn into like a real detective in your own life, which is insane. Which takes away from your ability to do all kinds of other things. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he didn't report it. So, but I'm, I'm still working on you know that because I'm worried about what that person's going to do to the next person. That was always my concern. Right. And uh, there was a lawyer involved. And she was like, "Well, that's really altruistic of you, but we just got to get you back." And I was like, "Okay." But you do realize this person, this is a pattern of behavior. So mm-hmm. if it's not me, it's going to be someone yeah, else. Yeah. Yes. Like, Amy. and the next person might die. Right. This is serious. Like, you can't just be like, oh, don't worry. You're so, oh, you're so cute and altruistic. But I was like, no. So life like that. Like, this is not yeah. like, oh, how cute of you. And I was like, no, that person's a problem. Right. That person is, is going to cause damage in society. Right. And we have the ability to stop that. So the, I, the legal system is problematic as well. Oh, very, very. But, um, then in talking to my therapist and my therapist waited because sometimes certain pieces of information can be, uh, you know, the, lifting the veil can, if you do it too soon, your patient can totally freak out. Mm-hmm. And my therapist recently told me maybe like two months ago mm-hmm. that now narcissists also are people who generally don't pursue therapy. Because there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with everybody else. Why why would a narcissist get help? Exactly. So it's hard to actually (laughs) diagnose them. You know. So usually it's someone that you're you're seeing your therapist, and after a certain amount of time, your therapist says, "Sounds like this person is presenting as such." Anyways, lo and behold, uh, and then when they said it, of course there was like the. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. No, let me just gaslight myself because that's too scary. I don't want to believe that. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be like, nope, that's that's true.